my guy. Man. My guy. What's up, bro? Oh, man. Out here, hanging out, man. I mean, good man, news. Man, what a... What's what, up? What a deal. I said, what a deal. I know we'll get into it here in a bit, but dang. Dude, man. Um, <laughs> Wednesday's about to crack for the for the, for the Dude, modern wrestling know. fan. Um, I'm about to have to figure out when I'm going to watch all this shit. Yeah, man. And I'm going to figure out how because they're going head-to-head. Yeah. Head-to-headery. Um. Yeah, man. I'm I'm looking forward to this show. It's been a lot of uh Yeah, man. We have a lot to say. It's a, it's an exciting time. Yeah. Wednesday's about to crack. Wednesday's about to crack. Cracking off Wednesdays. I'm saying, man. How are you though, player? How you how your spirits, man? Pretty good, man. Just uh the first week back to work after yeah. my 12 days off. <laughs> 12 days off. <laughs> I didn't do shit for like five of them. I mean, I, I, I literally laid in bed like I got. Uh, like I left the house once for five days. <laughs> <laughs> True enough, man. I'm sure it's probably kind of hard getting back to that that grind after 12 days. Uh, it, this time it wasn't actually too bad. Like nice. normally, well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah. most of the time, whenever I do take off, like for an extended period of time, uh-huh. uh, I'm always kind of worried about like how much like shit is gonna be done at work when I get there. Like what right. all didn't get done and shit and I got back on Tuesday and there's quite a bit of done I mean it was it's basically been like a regular ass week for me like they kept the prep work and shit like that up so nice good okay it's actually kind of nice to get back to it uh have that routine I mean on yeah, yeah, like on Monday night, I was like, motherfucker, dude, like, I gotta go to work tomorrow, like, I might just play sick. I, I might just know. play sick. <laughs> <laughs> so you were dreading it, but once it actually got there, it was just, it was like riding a bike. Yeah, basically. My bike. Yeah, my bike. I found it. It was a decent vacation. Uh, I mean, um... Cleveland was tight. Yeah. I didn't think Cleveland would actually be that cool, but Cleveland is actually pretty fucking cool. I remember uh, telling me, I remember you mentioning a little bit about it, um, a little bit about it last episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I completely forgot about that, actually. <laughs> no, no problem. For the second part of my vacation. I mean, yeah, Cleveland's cool. I mean, if you ever get a chance to check it out, I would definitely do it. Uh, there's a lot going on there. It seems like it's kind of up and coming, I guess, you mm. say. Okay. But yeah, no, uh, after that, fuck, like I said, I, I laid in bed for like five days, and then uh, I was driving back home mm-hmm. to the hometown mm-hmm. on the Friday the 13th. Uh, of course. And there, I, I know like the halfway point, like there's like a big four-way at the halfway point. Uh, it's in Robinson, Illinois, if you've ever been there. Uh-uh. You know, there's nothing there at all. <laughs> well, I'm going through this intersection, bro. And, like, <clears throat> there's a motorcycle ahead of me. I'm like, I didn't really see this motherfucking bike. And all I see is this bike go up in the ditch, and the motherfucker on it hits the fucking concrete, like, oh. like drain ditch and pops, like, oh. like, you ever seen somebody get double jumped on a fucking trampoline, like, doop doop? Yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. This happened. Like, this motherfucker got, like, Blown like 10, 15 feet in the fucking air, bro. Oh my god. 
Like, and I'm looking, I'm like, dude, the, like that, that didn't just happen. Oh my God. Like, and I'm thinking, I'm like, like, should I stop? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got, I got to stop. Like, cause like, I wouldn't like, I'd never seen this shit before like that. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. But like, then I was also like, after the fact, I was like, man, if that was any of my homies or any of my homies friends, I would want them to stop or, you know right. what I'm saying? My man had so like, I stopped. <laughs> your shit. conscience was fucking with yeah, you. You was about to yeah, hit. Yeah, you was about to skirt. <laughs> I was about to like. I was about to slow down, roll the window down, and holler at him. Hey, 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 dog. I'm like, I was like the only person to actually see it happen. Like, so I stop, get oh. out, and shit, and I'm like, yo, like you good? And it was some chick. Oh, this chick was like, like mid to early forties, probably. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, are you all right? And, like, she's, like, on the ground, like, laying on her side and shit, like, moaning. And she's like, I was like, you want me to call an ambulance? And she's like, no, no don't call an ambulance. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so, like, she, like, and then by that time, two other cars had pulled up. So it was, like, me and two other dudes out there. Like, dude, this chick had, like, blood all over her face. Oh. I'm pretty sure she hit her head, like, on the gas on the gas tank. So, you know, a motorcycle gas tank's right in the middle. Yeah. It's like right up front center and like she that didn't have a helmet on. Painted. Nope, no helmet. She mm. did. She did get huh? mad style for keeping the motherfucking sunglasses on though during the whole <laughs> shit. <laughs> 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 Gotta give her that. Super points. Well, like, yeah, do you like me and like two other dudes had to get this fucking motorcycle out of the ditch? Like I didn't realize how heavy motorcycles were. Ooh, they're they're heavy, yeah. Yeah, it was like four or five hundred pounds, like, and like I'm slipping in the gravel and shit, cause like it's like on a little incline and like fucking busts up my knees and shit. We got it up out of there, and like, yeah, dude, this chick's fucking face was all busted open and shit. She's uh, like said she couldn't breathe that well, probably had a concussion. Cops came. Stern them all. I, I was the only person to see it. It's like uh, I had to give my information, tell them down and shit. Uh, and like. I was standing there for like 15, 20 minutes, and I asked the cop I gave my statement to. I was like, yo, so am I, am I good to roll up out of here, dude? Right. He's like, yeah, man, good to go. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that was, yeah, I, I, I mean. Had yeah, they reached back out to you? No, uh, what's that? No, not yet. This was no. Friday. Good lord. So, I mean, she, she still could be in the hospital or in jail. I don't know. She could have been, or she in been jail. fucked up. Because she sure was like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, and like where she was at, like, you couldn't have, I mean, if you hit the gas, you might have been able to go up to, like, 40, 50 miles an hour. Oh, man. But it didn't seem like she was going that fast. So, I'm I'm thinking she just probably wasn't paying attention or was fucked up. Right, 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 Because, right. I mean, it's maybe 20, 30 feet from the, from the stoplight to where she wrecked. Mm. And so, the thing is, too, like, well, I was going to say, you don't need a like lot of speed. Itch. No, no, and, like, yeah, and, like, she went down this ditch. So, I mean, if you were standing, like, in the ditch, like, your head would be, like, right where the street level was if you're, like, as tall as me. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like six feet down. Damn. And, like, and then, like, she hit, Buried like, alive. Concrete, like, yeah, no shit, man. Like, the concrete drain that, like, goes under the street, like, yeah. to go over, like, a past, like, get into a gas station or some shit. I'm pretty sure that's what she hit. <sighs> and just, that bike wasn't going no further, but her ass was up in the fucking air. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you sure are. 
Oh, damn, man. Well, yo, I hope she's okay, man, at this point. Yeah, no, I mean, hell, you, you ain't got no doors and windows. It don't take a lot. It, don't, it ain't going to take too much speed to get you up out of there, especially man, if you ain't got right. a helmet on. Dude, right? Like, Ugh. I mean, and, and here in Illinois, you don't have to wear a helmet. That's It's not a law. But you got to wear a fucking seatbelt. What kind of shit is that? Illinois is the worst. <laughs> Dude, Illinois is the fucking worst. It's the best, but it's the fucking worst. They're gonna legalize yeah. uh, legalize next year. That's a whole. I think I've touched on it before. Like, it, yeah, legalization on the surface is cool, but like all the like people you left in jail for that shit, all the people you're leaving. They're in supposed jail, to let everybody out. Nah, they, they, they they're gonna let out who they're gonna let out. I hate to be so pessimistic yeah. about it, but <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna let out who they're gonna let out, and they're gonna let it. They're gonna keep in who they're gonna keep in. Um, I can't. Uh, I mean, huh? No, I guess I'll just wait and see. Yeah, well, I I appreciate your, I appreciate your optimism, <laughs> but uh, as I as I live in a state who now legalized, I was actually talking about it a couple of days ago. Like, yeah, and I guess it was, and I don't know the logistics of it, but I guess it was like some kind of accident that it was legalized in this state. But also, what? like, yeah, I, yeah, right. But further than that, the point I was making was like, and you know, and, and I'll take myself out of it because I can't, um, they still do random drug testing even though it's legal here in my, my, my gig, but like, I wouldn't want to go, I don't know if I would want to buy legal weed. Uh, I mean, like, I know I've got a buddy's dad that has a medical card back home. And he's got like he's got like a book from the, the shop the dispensary that has all the prices, like a menu basically. And that shit is expensive. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Like besides just the taxing on it, like I'm sure like I can imagine within the next five years the more states are legalized, like I could totally see like a weed related death from legal weed. Like I could just Oh, I mean they're saying that like they're that's why they're uh um trying to outlaw, like, the vapes and shit because people have been, like, and, like dying off of, like, THC fucking vapes. Mm. Like, they're your full shit. There's right. some fucking bootleg-ass vapes is what they're fucking right. doing. And... And see, I didn't know that yeah. it was the THC vapes they were dying from. I thought it was, like, just the nicotine vapes, but either way. But, I mean, by people... Like, you could fill those... Like, you could buy some vapes and you could, like, I know, fill that yeah, shit up you in your house. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no doubt. I, um... Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. We go through a lot of lengths to keep a lot of our dumb shit around. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's who we are. But yeah, I don't know, man. I could just imagine, like, pulling up one of these dispensaries. And then, you remember that K2 shit? When that was in the oh, news yeah. of cats getting just brain dead off that. Like, I can imagine, like, you buy some legalized weed at fucking Walgreens. And <laughs> shit just, you just feel a little well, different. Yeah. It's like it's like yeah, you go to the fucking local Seven Eleven to buy like a fucking dub sack. Like, I'm not gonna get the best shit, you know. You know saying? Like, I, don't know. I can't imagine what they would start to put in it now that it's legal and on the shelves. And I think you notice know, like, like there are companies. I mean, Marlboro's trying to get in the game. <laughs> I'm sure like, they what? are. I'm sure they are. And Adapter Anhe- Parish. Anheuser's already in the game making fucking weed drinks. Adapter Parish. Yep, I feel them. Yeah, I feel them, but. I don't know, man. And plus, it just it takes it out, it takes it away from 
this is the quote I use. It, it takes it away from the real nigga out here trying to <laughs> trying to provide. <laughs> it takes the heart out of oh, it. Oh yeah. Like I don't know if I well, would want to. I mean, have you watched uh, Have you watched that Murder Mountain on Netflix? I think uh-uh. I asked you that earlier. Uh uh-uh. uh Like it's um it's about people in Northern California that are growing wheat, like big farms, and the the option of going legal comes up and shit. And there's just the taxes and all the shit you gotta pay is just completely outrageous mm, see. and like and and that's what's making people still do the black market shit you know because there's no way of getting around i mean there's ways like there's ways of getting around it mm. there's no way that you're gonna have to pay all that money just to do this shit right i mean right. nobody's fucking died from it yet like why fuck it up man i don't know man what a time and one of the bullshit things here in uh, Illinois is, uh, yeah, it's going to be legalized, but you can't grow it. What the fuck, dog? <laughs> see? Like, yeah, 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 ex- exactly. You can only, yeah, see? Yeah, that tells me a lot and, and right a, there. And the beginning thing, the beginning deal was you can have three to five plants, which that would have been fine. I mean, if you know what you're doing, I mean, they always say you get like a pound per plant, so shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that tells me a lot right there. That is, it's legal to buy over the counter, but you can't grow it in your home. Now that tells me a lot yeah. right there. I don't know, man. Back where I, back in my day, twenty dollars was twenty dollars. It wasn't no taxes. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> twenty dollars all inclusive. Yeah. No, no, twenty twenty six ninety five. Can I scan your Walgreens card, please? Nah, nah, homie. That's another thing too that a lot of places are having trouble with, like dispensaries and shit, because banks won't take their money. Really? Yeah. Wow. So you've got to keep like it's cash only business. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Damn. Banks mm-hmm. won't store. Banks won't bank that shit. Nope. Wow. And that probably has something. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if that had something to do with. Big tobacco, alcohol companies, fucking pharmaceutical companies, and shit like that. Just another way to make it harder on the new guys because fucking weed's gonna, weed is gonna fucking everybody's gonna, people are gonna stop business much. I mean, not, I, mean, I don't know for a fact, but pharmaceutical companies are gonna lose a ton of money. It's gonna change a lot of shit. Well, we've known, goes nation, right? and we've known for so long that like. They were lying about weed in the first place about what okay. weed did, which is what made it made it illegal. I don't know if cats are familiar with that with that story. Um, I, just to be very brief about it, I believe his name was Harry, and it was either Henry Anslinger or Harry Anslinger. I want to go. I'm going toward Harry Anslinger, but a uh, 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 higher up in, in the FDA, Food and Drug Administration, I believe. This is the 1920s. Um, yep. Basically, he said that like weed makes white women want to fuck black dudes, and like yep. every Chaz and Brad was like, oh, oh, oh no, oh no, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, dude, that whole dude, that whole movie Reefer Madness was a real thing. Like people, like really thought that was like what happens if you smoke weed. Yeah, <laughs> it said it made white women want to ride it, and it made Mexican savages. And made jazz musicians make devil music. Like, dude, yeah, dude. what in the fuck, man? The sad part about that is there's probably still people around that actually believe that shit. Dude, listen, it, this is going to be a generational thing because even as you legalize it, the more and more it becomes legal, there's still people who are like going to be like strongly morally against it. 
And not yeah. even based on the lies they were told, but, but the fact that it was illegal for so long. There's going to be that strong if, moral morality against it. Why they go crack a couple of They don't understand. Yeah. 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 No. And I mean, like, I follow some local news pages around here, down here, and, like, I've been seeing a whole lot more that it's going to vote for, like, towns are going to vote if they can have a dispensary there. And there's so many people commenting on there. I was like, oh, my God, this is the last thing this town needs more drugs. More it's like, dr- you shut the fuck more up. More drugs. About Karen. As as Karen runs to the bar and plays the slots. Yeah, exactly. And nice, has a fucking cabinet man. full of pills at her house. A cabinet full of legal pills, G. That's wild, man. It's um, you know, and that's a that's a big thing too. Like a lot of it I mean, America is who America is, but like the the and and not to be like liberal versus conservative, but just the facts of it all is that the more liberal cities are the bigger cities. But the thing is the smaller cities are a lot more indicative of what we actually are and who we've always actually been, but they also typically be they they're, they're typically less informed about the nuances of this entire life. So, hundred percent right. Yeah. So to hear, you know, Robinson, Illinois, as an example, I had never heard of Robinson until you just mentioned it. Um, I, I I imagine that their uh, their information that, and what's funny too we all got the same ass internet like we all got the same google you know what i'm saying but i imagine that their reach well, I mean, as far as i know there are some people that still use aol though oh uh, well, yeah i'm sure they still link i mean shit bing pop ask g's pop the disc i'm trying to tell you man dial up <laughs> fucking but yeah man ask jeeves bing whatever you use like it leads to the same sites with the same information but i imagine that robinson illinois uh, grasp on information isn't the same as Chicago's. No. You know what I mean? So sample size they is real. They believe what Danny and Terry tell them down the street. They believe <laughs> that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Danny and Terry tell them that shit's coming. It's going to kill everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we can't have it down. And it goes back to, you know what I'm saying? What I, what I always say is that people want what they want, but they only want it from where they want it. And what you believe in for so long if you're exposed to a different truth that spins spins your whole truth upside down, yeah, yeah, it's scary. People people like to react versus respond. You know what I mean? So, you know th- those those fearful emotions of of feeling like you may have been wrong. Especially, I mean, like I said, I mean, yeah, too. The older we get, too. I mean, yeah, the older we get, the more stuck in our ways we are. The less we're, less open we are to things. I mean, that's a, a large part of the population. So, I mean, yeah, I I yeah. I imagine Danny and Terry are having one hell of a conversation over some PBRs and meth versus and some pill, yeah, some meth pills. <laughs> yeah, over over legalized weed. So I don't know, man. Yeah, if ever was a bit more open-ended, it'd be a whole lot cooler out here, man. A whole lot cooler needs more me's, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bud. Uh, that's funny, man. Uh, you know, yeah. Let's let's get into it, man. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode forty-eight of the Hard Camera THC XLVIII. I am your guy Juve JUV just under your visual. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are the dynamic dudes. Big Ren, tell them how they can reach you on the social medias, dog. 
on, right on. Y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at amafucka, A underscore M-A-A-F-H-U-C-K-A. You can also find me on Snapchat at moffedup316, M-A-A-F-F-H-H-D-U-P-316. Run it. Yeah, I mean, you can hit me on Twitter at juvidesayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the uh, Instagrams page, Juvidesa, you know, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page on Twitter at The Hard Camera. Check out Facebook.com slash Juve. And, of course, search us on the YouTubington Jones. Search The Hard Camera on YouTube. Get the entire archive of The Hard Camera on YouTube. Dog, we talked about it very briefly at the beginning of the episode that, uh, Wednesday is about to crack, man. Oh my God, dude, I'm gonna have to clear my schedule. Yeah, Quite man. Fuck this job. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotta, gotta quit our gerbs, um, mm-hmm. to to catch wrestling on Wednesdays. Um, yeah, man, we had a we had an extra packed show, man. Of course, we had a Clash of Champions, which we'll get to a little bit later on. Um, you know, we'll get to the upcoming uh, Wednesday Night War a little bit later on too. The, the first one, the first piece of news I want to touch on. Uh, we we got a little bit of AEW news that the tag team title tournament brackets have been released. Uh, of course, we knew that you know the Dark Order was getting a buy uh, by virtue of their win over the Best Friends at All Out. Um, of course, we knew that uh, the Young Bucks were taking on Private Party on the very first episode of of NXT. Uh, not NXT. Wow, uh, AEW on TNT. All of these all of these acronyms. All of these acronyms, um, but the brackets have been released. I want to uh, touch on them a little bit, pause, and, and kind of give us some ideas as far as you know how we see it going. Um, first off, of course, on uh, uh, episode one, we've got the Young Bucks versus Private Party, but uh, as it fleshes out in round one, we've got the Lucha Brothers versus Jurassic Express, uh, a boy and a dinosaur. And then uh, the final first round match, we got the Best Friends versus SCU. The winner of the Best Friends SCU match faces Dark Order. And the winners of uh, Bucks and Private Party will face the winners of Lucha Bros. Jurassic Express. Um, give a give a quick synopsis, man, of how you how you see this tournament going out. Maybe how you see the finals. Um, your thoughts overall. And even, you know, if you want to go as far as, as you know, predicting who your, who your uh, first AEW tag champs are. It's so hard to fucking predict just because, like, I'm still getting used to these these performers, you yeah. know? Yeah. As a, as a, as their own, you mm-hmm. know? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure out what makes them their own still just a little bit. I know the Young Bucks. I know SCU. I mean, I know all of them, but, like, I'm still trying to figure out what makes them them, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. But, uh, uh I mean... I, I, dude, the first one is going to be so tough. Young Bucks versus Bucks Private Party. Party. It's going to be amazing. I'm definitely looking forward to that. For that one, I'm going to, hey, dude, are the Young Bucks going to take that one? I don't know. I am, um, I'm. I'm but, like, I just can't tell right now. You know, I'm 100% picking the Young Bucks. Um, Private Party had a great showing at the All Out uh, Buy-In show against uh, Angelico and Jack Evans. 
um, a victory that they needed to look strong going into facing the Bucks. Uh, of course, the Bucks losing to Lucha Bros in the latter match uh, to kind of you know in the, somewhat you know bring them down a peg in losing. Um, I have full faith that the Bucks are going to go all out, um, no pun intended, but slightly intended now, to look uh, to to make you know Private Party look great in this match, man. I mean they've been featured on uh, you know Road to All Out, uh, the different AEW you know YouTube series. Um, and of course the, 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 the focus that AEW is going to put on tag team wrestling, um, the Bucks are going to do what they can to, to make the entire division look good and, and bring them up. I'm going with the Bucks over private party. Yeah, um, I am as well. yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Bucks taking that, um, you know, back 30 plus years ago, right? Um, WrestleMania four tournament. They had a chance. So at WrestleMania three, of course, you had the classic, you know, Ricky Steamboat versus Randy Savage match for the Intercontinental Championship. And then at WrestleMania four, um, they had a chance in the tournament to do Ricky Steamboat, Randy Savage again, if they had both won their first round matches. Um, they didn't. Randy Savage won his match and, of course, went on to win the tournament. And Steamboat didn't. He lost to to, to Greg Valentine. Um, you know, and, and the reason being they didn't want to do Babyface versus Babyface because at, at that time, Randy, Randy Savage had turned Babyface. Uh, but it was one of those missed opportunities to have that classic rematch. Um, True. In this tournament, I fully believe we're going to get uh, Young Bucks and Lucha Brothers on TNT. TNT. Yes, to complete that trilogy, they're one and one in AEW. Um, I I fully believe we're gonna get that display on TNT um, to the new audience, to the to the audience who've who've seen these two in their last two matches on AEW, who've been lucky enough to see them on Triple A. Um, I I fully believe we're gonna get that. So that was that, you know so yeah leading into it. They're, they're, I think I see them defeating Jurassic Express as well. Go ahead. I just, yeah I know I agree with you on that as well. They're they're gonna be Jurassic Express. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, like you just said, yeah, we're gonna get the fucking, we get the third match, and it's gonna be amazing. But oh, then yeah. once that is gonna have to fight SCU. You think uh, you think SCU is gonna beat the best friends? Yep. That's not a bad pick, man. Um, I can't really decide. I can't really decide that one just yet. Dark Order, of course, gets a buy by beating the best friends. At uh, all out, um, Dark Order needs a good match because. So it's gonna be. So it's gonna. It's basically gonna be Young Bucks. Whoever wins versus between the Young Bucks and Lucha, and then whoever wins that one fights whoever went beat. I mean, wins SCU versus Dark Order. That's how you see it going. Who uh, right. who, who you got in the finals? Uh, I've got Young Bucks and uh, SCU. Bucks and SCU. Mm, yep. Who's taking it? SCU. Go with SCU. Okay. Yep. Young Bucks are going to get their win over Lucha Bros. They're going to get that. They're going to knock that out. SCU is going to take it. You know what? Because, I mean, because we've been saying it for a while now, and it might change with the different programming, Mm -hmm. but the the climb to the top is always so much better than once you actually have it, it seems like. For the shows, for the programming that we're watching now, I don't know how it's going to be for AEW. Right. It could be different. But it's watching a, the young bucks fight for 
Yeah. It's always fun. And, you know, it's a human nature thing. People like to watch you struggle and climb to the top. Once you're actually there, though, they can't wait to push you off the mountain. Yeah. It's like you you watch different title reigns, right? Like the the original Seth Rollins reign was kind of meh. This one is a little more interesting, but only because of where it's going, of course, which we'll get to. Um, Becky Reigns, title, Becky Reigns, Becky Lynch's title reign has been just <laughs> Becky Reigns. That's funny. Uh, Becky Lynch's title reign has been kind of there once she actually won the title, um, but only got kind of dope once Sasha returned. Um, as far as this tournament goes, yeah, I'm taking the Bucks over Private Party. I'm taking Lucha Bros over uh, Jurassic Express. Um, I think I'm going Best Friends over SCU. I think we go with the best friends, and I think I'm gonna go with the best friends over the Dark Order to get them to the finals. The Dark Order defeated the best friends to get there, but I think the best friends beat Dark Order to get to the finals, um, where they will take on the Young Bucks. I think they got taken it. Ah, uh, man. I- <laughs> I'm going with the best friends. Okay. As the first AEW tag champions. It's um the 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 elite, Cody, Kenny, and the Bucks, I think they have made a conscious decision, a conscious effort to not just give themselves the titles. Bingo. Um to where Kenny, I mean Kenny's got his gorgeous redemption story coming. We didn't get to talk about AEW on the show. Um, but Kenny's got his redemption story that he's building to where it to me the only way the only place that leads to is Kenny Omega Chris Jericho three, where yep. Kenny wins the title he 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 finally defeats Jericho that well not finally defeats him but you know the trilogy is complete he wins the trilogy he wins the title his redemption story is complete. We got some time before that comes because on one hand Jericho's got to build himself up he's got to build up the title. Jericho's going to have a long reign. He's going to have a long reign. Because for one, he's Chris Jericho, so he's going to build up the title itself by it being on Chris Jericho. For two, he's a a great fucking heel. He's he's a great heel. <laughs> yeah. So we've got to build up that heat to where we got to see we want we want to see him get his ass kicked to where we finally get that that triumphant baby face. So there's a story there. Um, so yeah, Jericho's gonna have it for a while. It's gonna take Kenny a little while to get to the championship. Whether he defeats Moxley or not at full gear, um, it's gonna take him a while to get back on that road to the championship. Um, I, I steered a little to the left a little bit. Cody Rhodes has found this really great, this really cool area where even if he's not the main event, he has mastered the theatrics. Oh yeah, he's mastered he's, he's the been theater. There. He's been there. Yeah, you know? he's mastered the saying, drama. I'm not saying these guys haven't been. I mean, the Young Bucks have been in the wrestling game since they were little, you right. know. But like, Cody's like, I mean, I'm Cody's family. Shit, yeah, Rhodes family. Yeah, yep. And he he doesn't have to put himself in the main event. Although I imagine him, uh, Cody and Jericho will be in the main event. But I mean, you know, you look at his match with uh with Dustin. The theatrics of, you know, the throne thing, the theatrics of the storyline, the theatrics of that promo afterward, uh, which still gives me chills thinking about it. 
You think of his match with Sean Spears. I mean, the man brought out Arn Anderson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. And the crowd went crazy. So he's mastered the theatrics. So he doesn't have to be in a title in a title hunt because he's got the theatrics. Oh, uh, Darby Allen. The match with Darby Allen and what that turned into oh, yeah. with Sean Spears. Yeah. Um, and then the Bucks themselves, they have this ability to, even though they're beloved, they know how to be dicks. They have heelish tendencies, even though they're beloved. And, I mean, I there like, are... You, say it again. I like the Hart family. Uh, Which Hart family? Know. What do you mean? Like, Owen Hart, Bret Hart. Like. Well, no, because in, when in the, the Hart Foundation, they were heels. They were straight heels. But they weren't, like, beloved heels. They were only loved... They were loved everywhere but America. But they were they were clearly heels, whereas the Bucks... Like, they're loved, and I think overall they're considered baby faces. But when he when when Matt ripped off Pentagon's mask at All Out and was booed mercifully for it, which he should have been, that's some heel shit to do. <laughs> you know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? That's heel shit to do, and he had to pay for it. That. Yeah, he ripped that man's mask off. Um, so they do heel things, and they're cocky. Like they're they are dicks, but they're just loved somehow. Um, but bigger than that, I mean, they are recognized as one of the best tag teams in the world and their emphasis on tag team wrestling is, is where they're going to shine and, and bring the division to the forefront. So they don't have to necessarily be champions. Them not being champions gives the division two different focal points, the title, the titles itself and wherever the bucks are. So they don't need the titles just yet. You don't have no tag team. Right, exactly, exactly, and then the um, the the addition of um, former LAX, I believe they're going by Los Bariquas. Um, of course, you got the Lucha Brothers. You've got the the entire tag team tournament, the entire division at their building. So you've got Angelico and Jack Evans who turned heel on Private Party, who's not even in the tournament. So I, I wonder how they may factor in. Um, if they'll factor in, they they're zero and three. Um, so this is one thing I didn't notice, and I know we didn't really talk about AEW's All Out, and I'm kind of going back to it, but um, I think they put like the records near the nameplates, and I didn't, should I didn't notice that I think they did it. I didn't notice it until like the tag team ladder match that they had like their records near the nameplates. Um, so I'd have to go back and check that out, see if that's something they did all night, or if I just or or what, but. Either way, um, to, to bring it back around, so you're going with um, SCU as the first tag champs? Correct. And I'm going with the best friends as the first tag champs. All right, man. Well, we will see. So so, so the Bucks ain't winning. That's what we're the bu- both saying. <laughs> They're both, the Bucks are losing in the finals. <laughs> That's how we got it. They're losing in the finals. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm definitely excited for, for AEW, excited for Wednesdays. Speaking of Wednesdays, dog, we had the first NXT Live. The first hour was on USA. The second hour was on the network. Overall, man, before we break it down, talk me through it, man, because I know you saw it. It was fresh. It was very fucking fresh, dude. Man. It just, it seemed, I mean, like, and we watched NXT, you know, we watched NXT before it was on USA, and this just seemed a bit different. This seemed a bit more, seemed a bit higher profile, mm-hmm. you know. 
just the whole like the production value seemed even even yeah even the production value seemed a bit better than whatever's on the network and i'm sure we're gonna see more and more of that mm-hmm. but man i mean that was the first hour was the first hour was fire but then that second hour whoa <laughs> no i know what you mean whoa. like they um you could tell that so they changed the stage up just a little bit they have like the the flat entrance way instead of the ramp um but also, yeah, no, you're right. The production style of it all, it it didn't change the core of NXT, but it was NXT for a bigger scale, um, like, like which they I'm used fine the with. Same arena, right? But it seemed like a whole other arena. It seemed bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they created more space. They moved the announced team a little bit, created more space for seating. Um, but yeah, it just it felt. It felt like a bigger production on on the USA Network, which of course I'm sure is what they were looking for, and they succeeded. But it didn't feel forced. It didn't feel contrived. It felt natural. No. felt It felt more natural than any other wrestling I've watched on cable television in a while. Yeah, you know, it wasn't force fed. It was take what you want. If you don't want some, you can leave it. We'll still be here <laughs> later on. You know. Yeah, that intro by Triple H was awesome yeah live intro taking us right into the crowd that was hard that's how you start man that's how you start um and I, i'm like when are they going to uh put both hours on usa that will be in two weeks um the reason that they're doing that you know when it was first announced <laughs> yeah well well here's the here's the reason why though um, when it when it first when it was first announced, I actually thought it would be like because they're trying to find more eyes, get more eyes to the network, which wouldn't be a bad thing. That I mean, that makes perfect sense. But they um, the show Suits USA show Suits is actually ending in two weeks. Um, so they they wanted to. I mean, they've they've had the relationship with USA for thirty years. So they you know they they you know work out that partnership and yeah let let them get that other hour once suits is done with which yeah I mean yeah I'm yeah that makes sense sense to My me. Buddy so. texted me like, why the fuck didn't they put the second hour on there and that's exactly what I told him I was like well I'm pretty sure this is the last season of suits. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yep. 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 And if he was watching NXT like it sounds like he wanted people to think he was he would have saw the commercials um, <laughs> that said the final season of suits so who knows but hey. That's just me being mean to your friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll make sure to let him know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell him, yeah, call him names for me. Call him, call him, call him bad names. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, and a, a very good look, man. Starting out with the women of NXT. The first thing people will see to of NXT on USA is uh, Io Shirai, and uh, of course Bianca Belair and Candice LeRae. And uh, Mia Yim, the fatal four-way for the women's, the uh, number one contendership to the women's title, man. Um, talk me through it, man. What'd you think? Uh, were you expecting that? I wasn't sure what to expect, honestly, um, which is a good feeling. I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, but yeah, right when they, right when they, you know, right when her song hit, I was like, yeah, it's a good idea. I was in the, I was in the middle of the local Walmart, um, so I wasn't even home. But I, I stopped there. I was in the chips aisle, uh, grabbed some Tostitos, hint of lime, uh, cut the check, and I just stopped. <laughs> I stopped everything. Um, 
just to just the feeling of it, man, the anticipation of it. I kind of digress. I wasn't sure which point I was making, but it was that's a great look for them to be the first thing you see, the first you know physical representation of NXT on USA is the women's match. That's a good look. I, yeah, that's a good look for everybody. I agree too. I mean, and you, and you can't go wrong with the fight four way. It's gonna be. I mean, it wasn't like as outrageous as it could have been, but mm-hmm. we're on a little taste. On, we are on a schedule. Yeah, yeah. That's all we need was a little taste. Give them you a know, taste, show, showcase them, and then build up to you know whatever later on. Yeah, and I mean, fuck it. I wasn't expecting Candice Ray to take it. I um, I did internally pick Candice LeRae. Because we've seen Mia Yim be defeated, we see Io Shirai as a heel. I didn't see I didn't see a heel versus a heel much, and we've seen her be defeated by Shayna Baszler. Um, we saw Bianca Belair be defeated by Shayna Baszler as well. Candice LeRae, um, I mean, she's the female Johnny Gargano. Yeah, you know, by association and by just portrayal, like she's the happy-go-lucky sweetie pie, never say die. Of uh, the women's division, and she's like the only option left. Who else? <laughs> I mean, you know, Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah aren't ready, which we'll talk about. Uh, Gia Lee isn't ready yet, um, so I don't know what other women there are to be the next contender for for Shayna Baszler. So, hope oh, well. Hopefully, Shayna Baszler actually loses the title this next go around, but I don't know if that'll fucking happen. <laughs> he said, "Hopefully." Um, it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to say now. At this point, I'll say I, I say Candice LeRae is next, but uh, I mean we'll see. We got Rhea Ripley in the wings waiting. Um, she made a little cameo, had her match with Shayna Baszler, went to a no or was she lost by DQ? Uh, I shouldn't say no kind. Um, uh, not on the air, not on the air. Um, but uh, yeah, you know Rhea Ripley made her made her presence known. She she definitely did. Um, yeah, man, but I see Candice LeRae as next. We'll, we'll see how it builds up over this next, uh, over this next few months, man. Well, I, yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, and, and I wonder how they're going to tell those stories. I mean, you know, they've got a big roster and they're also including, you know, NXT UK and 205 Live. So I wonder if the takeovers are going to expand in size. I wonder if they're going to have like. More high-profile blow-offs on on USA. I don't know. We this this is going to be some interesting interesting building how they how they expand this two hours. I wouldn't mind if takeover takeovers went for an extra hour, but please do not give us three hours of NXT on TV. Yeah, no. not saying NXT product, but three hours is just way too fucking much. Yeah, no. Because Triple H even said that not want to do three hours. Yeah. And I, I'm riding with him 100 on that. Absolutely, raw raw is that little bit of a chore to get through. And the thing is, I don't really think like raw wants to do three hours. I think it's just a matter of the, the advertising dollars with USA. Back in the day, Nitro didn't want to go three hours. It was just a matter of the demand from TNT. Nitro um, say it again. Nitro used to go. Nitro went three hours. Nitro was one hour for a while, then two hours. But yeah, it eventually went to three hours, and I believe it went back to two hours. But yeah, Nitro was three hours See, for I, a while. You can't go back on something like that, though. Like yeah. once, you, once you're in, you're in. I feel like you know. Yeah. So it's something that they didn't want to do. I don't blame them. Um, but yeah, man. So three hours for a weekly show is a lot. It's a lot. 
Um, we'll see how this new regime of Raw handles it um, starting in the fall. I'm, I'm, I feel like a change is coming, man. I feel like a change is on the horizon as far as the, the main roster. Uh, well, I shouldn't say main roster anymore. That's not fair to say. I should say Raw and SmackDown. NXT is a brand. It's I don't think it's that same developmental brand that people you know had it pegged as. So. Kevin Owens is supposed to be on tonight. We didn't see Kevin. I don't think he was supposed to necessarily be on tonight. Uh, I mean, there's a rumor that he may go there, but I think that would have been well. You know, I don't. I want to say a bad idea. It would have overshadowed the true NXT talent. Had They're probably on the eighth. Say it again. He'll be on on that on the eighth. The eighth, the second. Well, the first. Whenever they go the full two hours. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that's the second. Yeah. So, a couple a couple weeks from now. Um, I didn't get. I'll be honest. I didn't get to see too too much of the breakout tournament. So I am not too familiar with Cameron Grimes, but I saw a promo of his. Um, I believe it was two NXTs ago about him, uh, you know, being so close and him setting new goals. They really see something in this Cameron guy, Cameron Grimes guy. He, uh, he, he, he got rid of homie in seconds flat. The hillbilly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the technical savage, I believe they call him. Well, I, I mean, I dig him. Even yeah, I mean, I, that was the first time I've ever seen him. Yeah. It's, it's wild. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, uh, Maros, Country boy can't survive. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they do make characters that speak to your heart and your sensibilities, right? Man, I mean, you got to do it for everybody. For everybody. Um, and then the big news, man, as they close out the first hour, we had the Velveteen Dream versus Roderick Strong. We have a new... North American champion, the prophecy has been fulfilled. The Undisputed Era has all of the gold in NXT. Did you think it was going to happen? Yes, I did. I did. Yeah, I was like, we had to have some big, we had to have some big shakeup on the first night on live yep. TV. Yep, yep, we did. Because, um, you know, I mean, going into NXT Toronto, we had them doing it then. But, you know, for the historical purposes for, you know, when people go back and watch the show, you get the moment of Street Profits retaining and 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 cementing themselves. You get Velveteen Dream winning the triple threat match um, and then you do the title changes on NXT TV. But no, absolutely. With the USA show, it being the main event of it, there had to be a shakeup, um, something big to let you know, hey, watch this show. And yeah, man, you know what? Just I could just feel it, man. Like we 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 knew the prophecy was coming, man. This is the four horsemen. It's the four horsemen of NXT, yeah. Brody. It definitely is. I dig that so hard. I do. <laughs> I I definitely do. I super do. So yeah, man. The the match itself was they know how to build to a finish, man. Oh yeah. They definitely like the beginning of the match kind of started off a bit slow for me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you felt. But I, th- I thought the beginning of the match was kind of slow. It just seemed kind of like it was dragging just a little bit. Mm. 
Like, there wasn't as much energy as their previous match. We've seen, like, takeovers and shit. And I know this isn't a takeover, but mm-hmm. it is their first night on live TV. But the finisher definitely solidified how heavy duty it actually was. True enough, true enough. I actually, I, I, I liked it. I didn't, I didn't have a problem with how it started. I mean, you know, a wrestling match is a three-act play, right? So, I mean, oh, yeah. you, you, you yeah, lay out the, you, you lay out the, you know, the first act. You lay out the exposition, as they call it, you know. Uh, build to the rising action. And the thing that helped, too... Uh, or I shouldn't even say it helped. It's something that I noticed is that they timed the commercial breaks really well within the story of the match. That first commercial break, that was the end of the first chapter, the first act. That second break, when they were outside after uh, Velveteen's Dream pushed them into the stairs, that was the end of Act Two. And then we came back to to the Act Three and the the climax. Um, I mean, it made Velveteen Dream look strong. I mean, heels he he won like a heel supposed to win, right? Velveteen yeah. Dream looks strong. Roderick Strong still looks strong because he took the fight to him. Need a little help from his boys, and and here we are. The UE got it all. I might have to go back and watch it again. Like like put it to like those acts like you were just talking about, mm-hmm. and yeah. just check it out. No, no you're 100 right. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it, man. I, I can't complain. I um now we're at the point where of course we know War Games is coming, man. We got to figure out who that fourth is going to be. It's going to be you. Ver- I mean, the UE versus four people. It's yeah, and I should have. I should have went a little further. So I figure, of course, the UE, the four horsemen. We've got Velveteen Dream in there because he got screwed by Roderick Strong and the and the UE. Gotta had the Street Profits in there as the former tag team champions who who uh, lost the UE. I think I already said who I think it's going to be. I think I said this a couple shows ago. I believe we, <laughs> we, we talked about a couple shows ago. I'm pretty sure we're stuck on the same guy. Keith Lee. <laughs> okay, we're not stuck on the same guy. Um, <laughs> no, I, I no, one thing him at all. That's funny. Gargano? No, actually, no. Gargano is involved with uh with 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 Shane Thorne now. Keith Lee is finishing up his rivalry with Dominic Dijakovic, and I think Keith Lee is is getting ready for a heel turn anyway. There was something he and he looks like he'd be a, a brutal heel. There was something um when Adam Cole defended the title against Jordan Miles, um Jordan Miles was coming up was was uh was walking with Keith Lee. And was being interviewed, and he was talking about how he was nervous. And Keith Lee made his face like, "How much you nervous for?" And he said, "Listen, you've been here a few months, and you just got an opportunity. Like you've been here for a few months, and you already get a title opportunity." I'm thinking about Keith Lee, who's been there a while, and of course he had his injury, but he also, you know, hasn't had too too much of an opportunity to do great he's things. The same dude. Say what? He's fought the same dude more than he's fought anybody else. Yeah, and you know, just and, and plus Dominic Dajakovic had his injury as well. But yeah, Keith Lee just he hasn't had too much opportunity. Like you can see him going over the edge and snapping. Um so yeah, I can see a heel turn coming for him soon. Um the fourth in war games, it's gotta be Tommaso Ciampa. Gotta be. That's such a heavy duty match just to throw him right back in though. And I'm, I'm- It is with it 100%. It is. But my God, that's, I mean, that's the most brutal match. And, it's, it's heavy. And the whole season of NXT. Yeah. It's heavy. Um, 
It's uh. Man, that'd be so tight. <laughs> yeah, it'd be tight as shit, man. It's September, so we've got you know two months until War Games. I know he's 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 working on the rehab. I don't see who else it could be. Um, everyone else is is tied up. Um, Pete Dunn doesn't quite make sense. He's rebuilding into you know he started a new story. Um, I imagine Tommaso Champion want Champa wants Goldie back. So, sure. what, be- yeah. what better way to get Goldie back than to go get Goldie? Can't get it unless you go get it. Reach down there and grab it, bub. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> um, moving into the second yeah. hour. Go ahead, sorry. No, no, I was just saying that. I'll be so fire. Yeah, man. I'm rolling. Um, moving into the second hour of NXT, uh, Pete Dunne had a good exhibition just kind of Reestablishing who Pete Dunne is, and I imagine what they were hoping for was getting new eyes from the network from a uh, USA over to the network. So it was working out twofold for them, because um, something's got to take that place. So if they can jump in and see what's on the network, I mean, yeah, it's it's just more eyes, more promotion. He had a great uh, a great showing. Um, Aaliyah and Gia Lee, that was rough. That was really rough. <laughs> it, had, it, it had to happen always with always one match. Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> it, all, it all wasn't going to go as planned. Something had know. to go wrong, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My my only thought it was right if it didn't. yeah, right. My only thought was like, oh man, good thing this wasn't on USA. Yeah, you're. Cause that was uh that was that was rough, man. Of course, you know, listen, man, you, you fuck with them ropes, shit could happen. You know what I'm saying? But also, it looked like Aaliyah was just like she was she was thrown off right after it. Like it just yeah. After that, everything went went downhill. Say it again. Fucked up the whole chem- It just fucked up the whole flow yeah. of the match. Yep, yep, yep. They seemed a little shook afterward. And um, like, and I mean, I I haven't really seen too much of either of them. But that's some. I mean, well, shit. I, I'm the one sitting here on in the chair drinking whiskey, talking shit about them. You know what I'm saying? So I can't really say much. But that's one mm. of the things that hopefully they do work on is trying to just get back in that flow as soon as you can after a fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, true enough. Act like it didn't happen. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, I feel you, man. Um, that takes us to. The uh the the main event of the evening of the second hour of NXT, that street fight went street to fight uh never ended. Yeah, it's still <laughs> it's still going on. It's still fighting through the through the hallways of full sale as we speak. Uh, Matt Riddle and Killian Dan going to a no contest. It um that's fine with me. I get why they did it, but talk talk me through it. Oh yeah, no, I mean like it was it's fucking mayhem. I mean <laughs> like. Everybody came out like the whole. Yeah. Lot. I mean, when when they when they used to the locker room cleared. Oh yeah, the locker room. Yep. Fucking cleared. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, what, like, 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 what were the dudes doing? Like, what was Walter and them doing? Just sitting there, like they were sitting there outside, out, like nothing was even going on until so, they got like ran up on them. Yep. Then it's like, oh, you want inv- to invade? You want to invade my space? Okay. You just want to invade my space? Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, man, a good way to get everybody on TV, let people know what there is out here, you know what I'm saying, what, what there is to offer. Kill you. 
Killian ripped that fucking kendo stick from that little girl's hand. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. That dude's fucking tight. Killian Dan. Killian Dan is fucking insane. You know, I'm not mad at him getting this new lease on this new lease on life, man. Um, with the NXT brand, and same for Alexander Wolf, man, joining Imperium and standing alongside the UK champion. Um, that's a good look, man. That's a real, real good look. Um, but yeah, no, a good way to get everybody on TV to you know show show the roster, let them know we we offer a whole little bit of everything. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think it was actually a perfect way to end the show. Yeah, just I mean, just it was fucking pure mayhem. I mean, yeah. it was it was bedlam. If this if this is what's gonna be the product, I'm mm-hmm. fucking I'm hundred percent fine with it. Yep, and then you know, building building more will finally, eventually, we'll get a definitive end to Riddle and Killian Dane. So it extends that feud. Um, maybe you know, so it gives them ideas. You know, maybe a lumberjack match, maybe a cage match, maybe you know, whatever. But we got we got, we got, we got match at war games. Say it again. Match at War Games. You think they can extend it another two months? I mean, we don't have any other. T- I mean, this like dude, that, that's takeover worthy match. Yeah. The way they're building it, yeah, I, I think so. I hear you. And I mean, two months, that's only, I mean, that's eight, that's eight, that's, a, that's basically a week long of shows. But. Well, I mean, they got the two hours out, too, so they got to expand, they got to build upon it an hour per week, so 16 hours of television, yeah, they can, that's, they could, they could tell two stories in that time, you know what I mean? I think that. So... I don't know, man. It's an exciting time for NXT. Um, I cannot leave NXT without exclaiming and proclaiming the man of the hour is back. When I tell you I hollered at my television, when I tell you I screamed, when I tell you I yelled out loud, when I saw Leo Rush in the locker room, he's back. They, him, and Oni Lorcan put on a match. They fucking they went. They put on a match. Um, we and I don't think we report on this, but yeah, you know they're 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 bringing NXT UK and Two Hundred Five Live into the fold. Um, to expand the overall U- NXT brand, and especially, at least, I want to say, especially the, the UK Championship and uh, the Cruiserweight Championship, it being a number one contender match for the for the Cruiserweight Championship. Um, listen, man, listen, Rush Hive, we here, Leo Hive, we here. I came to collect, okay? I'm rolling. I'm with See, it. I, I, did you have any idea that he was going to be on tonight? None. 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 The only reason I knew is because I had my notification set up for uh, for our, uh, for the hard cameras page. Homie was happy. Rush Hive. <laughs> Rush Hive, we here. Um... It's just, you know, it's been six months, all the rumors, all the dumb shit. Like, that's a, yeah, all the rumors about it. They kept it from underneath us. Yeah, man. I'm with it, man. And he showed his ass against Oni Lorcan. They put on a hell of a match. 
Uh, Leo Rush is the new number one contender for the Cruiserweight Championship. Um, yeah, man, I'm with it, man. I came to collect. I'm, I'm excited about it. As yeah, much man. as a non-fan I am, Leo Rush. Man, I'm with it. that's the man of the hour. He's back as a baby face. Like, he clearly got over as a baby face, too. So I think we're going to see different sides of Leo Rush versus what we saw as he the heel. Yeah, he had a good reaction as like the welcome back, but also just the style of match that they fought. He was yes. clearly the babyface. So he got over as a babyface. We're going to see some babyface Leo Rush. I'm interested to see how this this Leo Rush, Drew Gulak thing goes. Um, look look at them getting me interested in the Cruiserweight division, boy. All it took was, all it took was them to throw Leo up in there. Bruh. That's see, all it took. First, that was the first time I've ever seen Leo wrestle, too. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. Listen, Leo, and I've, I've seen clips, I've seen other matches, but Leo's, he's he's wrestled them all. <laughs> he's, he's wrestled them all, man. Um, he's got a great match against uh, Shane Strickland, who is now um, Isaiah Scott. I believe they changed his name. He had a great match with Shane Strickland. He's wrestled Adam Cole. He's wrestled Roderick Strong. He's, he's yeah, he had a great Ring of Honor run. Um and, and and other independents as well, but no, I'm I'm looking forward to uh I'm looking forward to this next phase, man, this next chapter, man. What a time to be alive! Wednesdays are about to what crack, time? son. Shit, <laughs> crack. Golly, man. So that takes us to WWE's Clash of Champions. Uh, Big Ren, me and you both went 7 of 11. We had a couple discrepancies in there where we disagreed, but overall it came out to uh, 7 of 11 for both of us. Uh, that is including the, the King of the Ring pick that we that we chose that we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, bringing the updated totals to Ren, you're sitting at 36 of 67, 53.73%. And your guy, Juve, sitting at 42 of 67, 62.68%. We about halfway through the year, man. Went by fast. This is my, this is when I start working. Yeah, this is what happens. This is, this, is, this is how it went last year. This is how it went last year. Um, what do you think about the pay-per-view overall before we, we break it down? solid pay-per-views this year yeah and this was probably my least favorite one of them <laughs> yeah okay. not saying it was bad but like it uh-huh. was it just wasn't as good as the previous pay-per-views of the year so far i hear you okay and and i mean like we were saying on last week's show i mean clash of champions it's basically a filler show it's a filler pay-per-view it's kind of been like that for for, for some years now yeah and i mean um it's pretty surprised. I think I heard why they put uh, the uh, U.S. title on the kickoff show. That was actually that was actually decided on during, like after the show had actually started. Really? Yeah, I did not know that. Vince wanted to bury Cedric Alexander. I've seen the, I've seen that news. I've seen that news. Yeah. Because, and there, his reasoning was well, it wasn't specifically his reasoning, but it was somebody else's. But uh, Vince tends to forget things. And if you're not over in four weeks, you're forgot about. Yeah, I saw I saw that news. Um it 
I like to stay away from news and rumors when we do this. But the thing is, too, I mean, on Madison, I mean, the, the Madison Square Garden show ended with a, a beer bash with Cedric Alexander. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I know. So, I mean, like, if they thought highly enough of him six days before that, like, it's it's weird for a six-day turnaround, you know. it's it, That's kind of weird to me. But, yeah, I saw that news. I like to hesitate on, on jumping and diving into the news and rumors like that, especially considering oh, yeah. the, the return no, of Leo Rush. Say it again. I was just stating it. Yeah, no, you yeah, know, no, I understand. Out there. Um, I don't know if any of our viewers have seen it or read it. You know what's yeah. out there. And that's an and that, and you know and that's another reason why I kind of like to stay away from it too, especially if listeners haven't heard that. But like, yeah, you know it it you know the six day turnaround of like yeah he was just in the ring doing a beer bash with Steve Austin. Um, but you know, like news and rumors, we we thought Leo Rush was never coming back, or it was some people thought Leo was never coming back. Some people thought Rusev was never coming back, and he's fucking Maria. Like, so I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, like, what? <laughs> it's a new day. It's a new. It's a new day, man. Yes, it is. Um, which, of course, yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that in a minute. But on the other hand, like I said, not believing the the, the news and rumors. On the other hand, though, I mean, it was a quick five minute match. Cedric got his offense in, but like it was like a five six minute sprint. And then the next night on Raw, like, to me, yeah, there may be some kind of credence to it in the sense that Cedric Alexander, I mean, he lost the match, right? And then still lost the pre, the, the post-match brawl in spectacular fashion. <laughs> Got scraped. Super scraped. Um, so, yeah, he lost the match via Phenomenal Forearm. And then got a super styles clash um, off the middle rope. Like, damn. Should be like that sometimes. I guess so, man. <laughs> yeah. You hate to see it. <laughs> hate to see it. <laughs> hate to see it. Um, I didn't tell you what I thought of it. You know, overall, man, you, you mentioned a lot of solid pay-per-views, and this being your least favorite. I'll follow right in line with you, man. Um, we have a history of... Even if we're not excited for pay-per-views, by the time we do a show for them, we get some kind of excited, right? And that was not the case for Clash of Champions. <laughs> um, not at all. Yeah, Clash of Champions was a solid show. It was not a bad show. It just kind of happened no. for me. It just happened. It was there. It happened. Like, oh, yeah, oh, it, it, it happened. Um. And and, and 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 actually, this proves our point even more hmm. that we thought that motherfucker started at seven o'clock, Bruh. <laughs> that's the first time that's ever happened with us, bro. Bruh. <laughs> followers, followers of the Hard Camera Twitter page um, at the Hard Camera on Twitter. You, if you were following the page as we watched, um, yeah, we all thought it started an hour later than it actually did start. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, super behind. Um, damn, yeah, I forgot about that. Everyone involved, we thought it started an hour later than it actually did. So that that shows you where our focus was. But yeah, solid show overall. Just that's what it was. Solid. Nothing. Nothing bad necessarily. Nothing necessarily offensive. Just just a show. There's a, I mean, there was a couple solid matches, but like, I mean, it wasn't. 
Sasha and Becky, solid as fuck. Best match of the night for me. Yeah. I would say that's match here. of the night for me. Um, Seth and Braun, they got the benefit of like main event style booking. I mean, of course, you got to go through tape. You know what? And, and a sleeper, too, to Roman Reigns and, and Eric Rowan. I don't want to sleep on that match. Um, yeah. Those last two matches got the benefit of, like, main event style booking, especially Seth and Braun. Um, Roman Reigns and Eric Rowan, to an extent, did. But that was more so the no DQ style of booking. You could have put that anywhere. Uh, no, actually, no, I shouldn't say that. You had the dope return of Luke Harper. You couldn't put that at the beginning of the show. You had to have that. Well, you couldn't put it in the middle. You had to have it right where it was. That was good. So, yeah, I, I went around the entire point. But, yeah, um, it, 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 it benefited from that booking. Yeah, right, trash. Um, <laughs> Seth and Braun, you know, they benefit from the main event style booking. Let's take it to the beginning of the show, though. Um, what did you think about the tag match, the Raw Tag Team titles? I thought it was good. Yeah, we've got new tag champs in Rudolph. Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler, now known as Rudolph. We all knew. Well, I mean, and actually, yeah, I didn't see that one because <laughs> <I was, laughs> missed that one. Yeah, but uh, uh, talk me through that one. Um, uh, you know, it was it was a solid and offensive match, man. Like I said, it was kind of it set the theme for the whole night that like it was good, but wasn't like over the top memorable. I mean, we both had. Rude- uh, so Seth got pinned. Seth got pinned. You know. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we both saw Rudolph taking it. Uh, Braun Strowman went to uh, give Robert Roode a shoulder tackle, and he landed, but he knocked Roode into Seth Rollins, who now and so Rollins, you know, yeah, distraction, and then, yeah, Roode hit the DDT and 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 one two three. Um, if anybody was gonna get pinned, it was probably gonna be Seth. Like that's you can't just be pinning Braun Strowman all the time. He doesn't. He 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 rarely takes a pin, Braun Strowman. Um, you don't deserve. Yeah, I mean he's a big motherfucker, man. Um, he's been booked as unstoppable. The only time you stop him is in <laughs> big matches when it counts. Um, but we've got yeah, new, <laughs> but yeah, new Raw Tag Champs, man, and, and Rudolph. Um, and then of course Braun came and destroyed the whole tag team division the next night. But you know whatever, because fuck him, I guess. Back to square one with Braun. Yeah, 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 yeah. You ain't lying, man. Uh, moving forward, what was uh, what was next that was worth talking about on the Clash of Champions? Um, the next, the next match, yeah, was uh Charlotte versus Bailey. Um, yeah, talk me through that, man. It was, it was a match for me. It was what? I mean. Kind of meh. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just didn't. I don't know. I mean, like it just didn't really do much for me. I don't know. I mean, the matches that I was looking forward to the most on this pay per view was uh, the, the tag team match that I missed. Yeah. <laughs> the U.S. title match that was on the pre-show. <laughs> uh, uh, Sasha and Bailey. Uh, Sasha and Becky. Uh, I'll be Sasha and Becky. I'm sorry, uh, Orton and uh, Kofi, and then the main event. Well, then Rollins being Reigns and uh, Rowan being Reigns. It's all good. We're tongue tied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. That match didn't really do shit for me, man. Like I don't know. It was just it was just there for me. Kind the f- of. I liked the finish of it. I mean, I get they're trying to build some character development with Bailey. Um, 
At least they're trying. I'll give them that. The finish, though, uh, yo, Bailey hit that four four forty. Got up out of there, boy. She ran. Got up out of there. Um, it's kind of like, I thought that was kind of strange. She just ran up out of there. I, <laughs> I thought it was kind of, I thought it was kind of funny. Um, I thought it was kind of funny. It it was kind of a flare esque victory over a flare. I mean, she undid the turnbuckle, you know, lured Charlotte into it and got the victory. It, I've, they could have done more with the match. It was only like four minutes, right? Yeah. So. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think that's where the mad comes in because it kind of just happened. Uh, we've seen Charlotte go through a lot, um, so for that to be the finish, I get the art the the art of surprise, but I mean it was four minutes. Um, do something, you know. You could do a lot in four minutes. And they didn't. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> Moving forward, man, we got new SmackDown tag team champs as well. Uh, the revival over the New Day. Um, a bit of a surprise, only in the sense that we both call New Day. Um, but I mean, it made sense. The, the New Day reign anyway just seemed out of nowhere to me in the first place. So I, yeah. So we've been there, done that, and, and no diss to the New Day. I mean, I used to not be a fan of the New Day, and then mm-hmm. you turned me on to the New Day more. And I love the New Day now. I. Hate- I don't think I don't think we needed it again or at least we didn't need it this time. Yeah. I no. my only problem was how they won. Like how they were booked to win. It, it was fine that they that they won, but how they did it just kind of left a, a sour taste in my mouth of how they booked the new day with that. I mean, you hit Shadow Machine on Biggie outside. He sells it like for 6 minutes. You hit it, you hit Shadow Machine on Xavier Woods. And then tap him out. Like, I get they wanted to hurt New Day, but I think the booking hurt New Day more than the Revival did. Overkill. It just made him look incompetent. It made him look weak to me. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like, y'all have been here before. Like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Like, did you guys get to eat your bootios or your pancakes today? I'm trying to tell you, man. <laughs> Like that whole hearty breakfast, they they must have missed out on the whole thing. Yeah, they fucked up. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, Alexa and Nikki they retained the women's tag titles. That match just kind of happened. It wasn't bad, but it just happened. Um, not a lot to add there. Miz and Nakamura. Um, you know, up until that point, up until you know, for me at least. Um, up until their match, it was kind of match of the nightish, um, and even it then, was. it wasn't. Um, it was. I mean, it was solid. It was just solid. It was cool. It was cool. Um, they put Sami Zayn in the Leo Rush spot of the annoying heel manager on the microphone during the match with a neck brace. <laughs> with a neck brace, yeah. Um, no, yeah, I mean, just kind of yeah. It's, that's kind of where we are with this whole show. Like, it was cool. It, it happened. Just like- just like it was there. Yeah. Yeah. Like not like not I'm like, oh shit, like that's there. It's just like, oh that was there. <laughs> yeah, it was there. Like, uh, you know, you so- know what I mean? Yeah. A solid first defense for Shinsuke Nakamura. Miz did what he could, um, even though he's the worst baby face ever. He is the worst. Um, but I mean he did he he, he did what he could to 
put over Shinsuke as a, as a credible threat. Um, but yeah, Kinshasa, man. Say what? It's Miz go from here. Dude, hopefully heel and on SmackDown. Like the Miz and Maurice, the TV show? The Miz and Maurice TV show? That's going to stay on USA, right? I mean, yeah, they've got... Yes. <laughs> yeah. Fucking real world reunion coming up anytime soon. <laughs> right. True enough, man. Um, We gotta figure this out, Mike. Gotta figure this shit out, man. Um, Yeah, man. Because this, yeah, no, you're right. This is this is a tough time for your boy, man. This babyface run has been kind of kind of flat. Miz is just so much better as a heel. Just just so much better as a heel, man. Yeah, shoot him over to SmackDown. Let him use that USA fame. um, You know, having a show and let him give SmackDown some to rub too. Oh. I, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about SmackDown and Raw here once we get done talking about Clash. Yeah. That's... Um, but no, move, moving forward, man, this is where the night kind of picked up. It was a high spot of the night. Like we said, it was our match of the night. Uh, Sasha Banks wins by DQ uh, over Becky Lynch. Um, there's a tweet here. I'm looking at the hard camera page. Like, Corey Graves. So back in the day, like, no matter what side of the fence Hulk Hogan was on, when Hulk Hogan was a babyface, Bobby Heenan hated him. When Hulk Hogan turned and went to the NWO, Heenan was like, see, motherfuckers, I was right, and still hated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Corey Graves, hate, hate, hate. Corey Graves is Sasha Banks' is Bobby Heenan. Like, when she was a babyface, Corey was hating, like, oh, Sasha's selfish, and she's all about her. And now that Sasha's a heel, Corey's like, listen, motherfuckers, I told y'all. I've been told y'all. <laughs> hate, hate, Corey hate, Graves. hate. Corey Graves is king. He is, man. Corey Graves got it, man. He's 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 got it. Um, yeah, man. Best best that was my match of the night as far as a pure standout goes. Um talk me through it. What'd you think? Dude, it was just hard. Like that was like one of the hardest hitting matches of the night. Yeah. And they just they both Becky and Sasha both just did very, very well. Yeah. In that match. Like it was it was just hard hitting. Like it like that match was like that match was like, Oh shit, this one's happening now. Like, <laughs> you know, and it wasn't like other oh, shit ones happening now. But like you know what I mean? Like I mean it was it was just the hardest hitting match of the night. They fucking they succeeded and they fucking Every move hit, every punch landed. It was just a no bullshit. Let's fuck each other up, and we're here. <laughs> we know we're both here. True enough, and it was it was what Sasha needed. She needed yeah. match of the night. Her coming back is her 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 first her her, her first high profile match. Easy for me to say. Um, since her, since all night, ain't we? dude, Clash of Champions got us <laughs> tongue tied. Um. <laughs> her first high profile match since coming back it was it was you know it was a showcase she needed um i believe they had like the weakest referee ever yeah like ever ever before that dude had his eyes closed for most of the match listen man becky lynch hit him in the arm with a steel chair and my man was, was my man was unconscious for an entire <laughs> an entire crowd fight, an entire U.S. U.S. Championship match, bruh. Telling you, and still wasn't even there to make the decision. 
He's getting paid to sleep. <laughs> I'm telling you, when the man is swinging chairs, like, you better duck, man. My man's got hit in the arm and gave it up. Gave it on up. But, as me and you both kind of uh, both kind of figured it would go to, looks like we getting Becky versus Sasha in the cell, doggy. It's going to be gnarly. Has, has, Becky's never been in the cell, has she? She has not. Well, you know what they say. You always remember your first time? Change it. It'll change. <laughs> we ain't seen Jeff Hardy since. <laughs> <laughs> it'll change you you know what they'll say you know I'm, glad you remember. I'm glad you remembered that <laughs> <laughs> holy shit I man I did. it'll it'll change you bringing it back like 20 episodes ago <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a deep cut for the long time listeners of the hard camera it'll change you um, that, that, that's, that's, you know, it'll, it'll change, man. It'll change you, man. And, you know, Sasha, her and Charlotte, of course, the only women who've been involved. So this will be Sasha's second cell match in the second women's cell match ever. Um, this is a feud, too. Like, this is a viable feud that deserves it. I can see it going past the cell. Yeah? Yeah, why not? I mean, this, I'm not mad. this is... What I mean, I know there's a lot of women on the in the women's division, but these two have proven time and time again that they can fucking go and they will go until they can't go anymore. Yeah. So why turn it off? I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I mean, plus, no matter who wins, I mean, who's left besides Nia Jax? We talked about that already. And of course, you. I mean, you got your options. I know Charlotte still is looking for a match with Bailey. Um, I. I really hope they're not making Charlotte a true baby face. It looks like that's where they're going. Um, it's no fun. No, it's no fun. Flares, flares are heels. Born <laughs> heels. Flares are heels by nature. Um, and you know, like I said, the, Sasha could always turn on Bailey and and say she was using her, and Bailey was naive and stupid. So I mean, there's definitely options that they can go, no matter who wins. Uh, this hell in a cell match. Say it again. That switches. What if what switches? Bailey turns on Sasha. It wouldn't work for me. It would work for me either. I, mean, we, yeah, I just thought about yeah. it, but I, it wouldn't work for me. We need we Sasha needs this heel run. Bailey's still like a fake heel, but yeah, yeah she she's a Johnny Gargano heel. Like he was yeah. heel for a few months, but he wasn't nah, really I mean, a I mean, heel. No. No, fuck no. Because like whenever now, like, <laughs> whenever no Carmelo came out this past week, I was like, was like, what are you doing? Was yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you're a fucking fake heel. But... So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you, man. I feel you, but no, be- be- uh, Becky. Damn, what did this show do to us? Sasha needs this heel run. <laughs> I think she's gonna rock with this heel run for a while to to reestablish herself. So. I see that sticking around for a while. No, match of the night. Um, the finish, I don't have a problem with the finish, the DQ ending. I have a problem with that weak-ass referee selling that chair shot like he did for so long. Super sell. Yeah, yeah. Super sell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, moving forward, man, Kofi Mania is still running wild. 
Kofi Kingston defeated Randall Keith. I got to give it to them that it was this was hard to 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 choose. Uh, we both had well, I had a struggle choosing. I, I did pick Kofi. You picked Randall Keith, but the way it was built, that was it was uh, kudos to them for for masking you know where they were going. Um, of course, we you know I I was saying like this has to end with Kofi on top, whether it's at Clash, whether it's if they go to the cell, it has to end with Kofi vanquishing that foe. Um, which he did. I think he made that clear on uh, social media the following day. Yeah, he said, I don't want to hear nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that Randy's done with him. I mean, she's, but... yeah, you're right. I mean, he should be. I mean, he they they lost the sixth man on Tuesday as well. Uh, before we jump into that, the, the next the next chapter for Kofi, what would you think of the match? I thought it was good. I thought it was it was fun. I mean, yeah. it was definitely better than the last outing we had with the two of them. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I feel like the, I feel like the crowd. I feel like we all got what we wanted out of it. You know what I'm saying? Even though that, even though that I picked Randy Orton. Yeah. I feel like we all got the closing finisher that we all deserved with yeah. their feud. The satisfaction of Kofi overcoming that that ten year demon. No, that makes yeah, that makes perfect sense. That's the that's the way it had to go. Otherwise, Kofi looked completely ineffective to me if he didn't beat Randy Orton um, at the end of the story. So, um, does Randy Orton have the greatest finisher of all time? It's up there. Yeah. Would you put anything above it? I mean, what, would you, what would you put above it? I mean, just come and be a fucking. You gonna be uh, a mark? A mark for man, Stone Cold. You don't ever call me a mark. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong being a mark for somebody. You a mark for the for the Stone Cold Stunner? Stunner, dude. I, I think like you know, I don't even know. If, I don't even necessarily know if it's just for like the the Stunner itself, but just like the whole like building up for the Stunner, like the kick, the fingers. You know, like I don't know. I it's just. And the way and the way it got over in the in the late nineties to early two thousands, not really. And it might have even been like how people split too the stunner. Yeah. You know, like that's another part of like I mean that that is part of any, everybody's finisher move. How how the other person sells it. Right. Right. That's yeah. No, that's real. Too. That's real. That's a big part. That's that's a fact. That's a fact right there. Um, I'm going with I'm going with the RKO though. It's off the top of my head, but I mean, you can do the RKO anywhere. You can do it anywhere. It, I mean, it's got a T-shirt <laughs> out of nowhere. It transcended wrestling; like it's in pop culture now. Like you don't have to like you don't have to lead with a kick to get an RKO. Yeah, you know? well, and, and even that, like, yeah, the the ease of the move, right? It well within the within the wrestling realm, the ease of the move. Um, the reaction from the crowd whenever he hits it, like you could know that like he's about to hit it. Like somebody hit a springboard something and you know, he's going to hit it and it's still, it still pops the crowd every time. Right. Uh, yeah, no, it, it still pops like you didn't even know it was going to pop, but you exactly. knew it was going to pop. Still, it still hits. Yeah. Like you didn't even know it was going. <laughs> exactly. And that's within the wrestling realm. I mean, but, I mean, like, we had kids doing Stone Cold Stunners back in the day when we were in, like, elementary school and shit like that. But, man, I'm so glad I'm not a little kid now. Oh, I bruh. Or KO'd out of nowhere on the out fucking of nowhere. school grounds. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you. It's a problem out here. 
And the thing is, too, like, yeah, like I said, it transcended wrestling in the sense that there were vines. Like, there are videos. There's, there's like, the, the, the RKO out of nowhere challenge type thing. You know what I mean? Cats are just doing RKOs. We, yeah. Like, students are being charged with assault for RKOing teachers and principals. Like. That's a DHS wild. <laughs> Shit. Like, yeah, Lee, man. So I would yeah, if I had to choose, man, I would go I'd I'd go with that, man. Um That's number two Number two. The stunner ranks up high, man. I think the fact that it, it didn't transcend pop culture the same way. Like the RKO is well, is we didn't have social media like we did back then though. I mean no, you're like right. what, uh, you right. The thing is, though, Steve Austin transcended social. No, not social media. Transcended pro wrestling, but not the stunner. If that makes sense. Oh, it does. Yeah, like you know, Steve Austin was on Celebrity Deathmatch. He was on Nash Bridges. He's <laughs> Nash Bridges. That was the only episode of Nash Bridges I watched was when Stone Cold. I think I'm I actually to tell recorded you. it on VHS. <laughs> to watch Stone Cold. I was so. I'm, I'm trying I was to tell you. Stone Cold's man. Right, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he transcended, but I'm not sure his finishing move did. Um, whereas, yeah, like we said, RKO, man, you could catch RKO compilation videos of random cats doing RKOs in different situations. So, yeah, I'm going with, I'm going with Randall uh, Keith. Yeah, I think some of the best ones were just like off like the docks, like unsuspecting people getting RKO'd off a dock. Like some <laughs> of the best ones I've seen. Yo, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we had two matches left, man. Uh, Rowan, Eric Rowan, defeating Roman Reigns, and uh, we got a return, man, surprise return. We, I, we did not call this at all. Like we did not see this coming at all. No, that's that's the best part about yeah. it. Speaking of rumors, rumors in any window, we thought we wouldn't see Luke Harper for a while. And he Ever. popped right up. Yeah, man, them dirt sheets, man. That, that, that's why they're called dirt sheets. Um, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, but I, mean, like, I still think those are fun, though, just because, I mean, like, it gets you thinking something else, and when it doesn't happen, something else cooler happens. Like, oh, fuck yeah. I think the reason why it annoys me. <laughs> that makes sense. I think the reason why it annoys me is because what, what I studied in school as far as, you know, journalism and integrity in it, and it, and speaking more than more than just the dirt sheet, just the way people journalize now, it's all about clickbait. It's all about reactions. It's all about just saying some shit without having any integrity to it. So to hear, you know, the stuff they said about Leo, whatever it was or wasn't true, which we don't know. To hear the stuff they said about Rusev, which we don't know. The stuff about Luke Harper, which we don't know. They all pop back up on our screens within a matter of four days. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just Luke Harper in the past like three months than I have since this since after this pay per view. Yeah, well, me makes. I'm just a naturally skeptical guy about believing people saying anything. Like there's there's certain sources and opinions I I I believe in and, and can stick to, but yeah, for the most part, man, especially in this business. Not that I'm in this business, but especially in this business, people just be talking, man. Yeah, you know, people just be no, talking. 
I, I agree with you, but I mean, like, I, I do like the rumors and shit, just like, I mean, just, just because it's just like, oh, I didn't think about it like that, maybe that could happen, sure. could be cool if that happened, but if it doesn't, and then something completely different happens, like, oh, fuck yeah, that's, I feel you. wasn't expecting that, you know? I think I would rather, I think what it comes down to for me is that I would rather speculate about the stuff in between the ropes Versus speculating about somebody's personal life outside of the ropes. I agree with that. Like, I'd rather not speculate on if these people are going to be on my screen anymore. Because that's their personal lives. I don't know what Leo Rush went through over the last six months. He's been releasing music. um, include Like, some really personal music. So I can tell he's going through a personal thing. So I wouldn't want to speculate over his last six months and his standing in a company like that. Luke Harper... And the thing is, too, this is the only thing they love, or at least one of their first loves, right? And so to have it taken from you in any kind of controversial form and having millions of people talk about it, like... It's going to make you feel some sort of way. It's going to make me feel a way, yeah. And so, you know, a segue in there, we didn't talk about it during the Sasha Becky match, but I watched that Chronicle, uh, WWE Chronicle of Sasha Banks. Um... And and what she was going through with her her hiatus. Another name where they speculated about what she was doing at WrestleMania and how they tried to paint her as a person. Um, and of uh, completely different. Completely different. Like she was in Paige's last match, and I didn't know this was a thing, but she was in Paige's last match, where Paige suffered that 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 final that final career-ending injury. And they were dog inside. They drew Sasha's name through the dirt. And oh, yeah. On top of that, burnout with the company. Uh, on top of that, depression issues. Like, and motherfuckers boiled it down to temper tantrums over losing the, the, the tag team titles. Like, that's what it was boiled down to. So, I mean, yeah, I'd rather, again, to take it back to it, I'd rather speculate about what could go on in between the ropes than to say than to try to put somebody's personal lives in my mouth and in my hands. I hear you. Yeah. So. Uh, Luke Harper's back. Luke Harper is back, and I'm very fucking excited about it. It's dope. I wish they would have put him in instead of uh, Rowan, but I mean, I guess (laughs) he's back now. I hear you. I you know I applaud them for doing I something. Even, I actually, no, I mean like I, I like what they did. I don't think it would have meant, meant as much because I feel like what Luke Harper is just a better performer than Eric Rowan. Mm-hmm. I feel like he can do a whole lot more than Eric Rowan, and I don't know. He just seems cooler <laughs> to me. <laughs> no, you know, and I and I agree. We've always seen Eric Rowan as like the least the the least compelling character in anything he was involved in. Um, oh yeah, and I'm and I'm sure nine out of ten people would agree that Luke Harper is the better worker. But in this new role, I gotta applaud him for trying something new because us seeing Luke Harper as the better worker, but him kind of playing the background in the sense that he just came back, it still gives Rowan a chance to shine and show what he can actually do. Maybe we did miss out. Maybe we are missing out on something. Um, so yeah, again, I, I it's 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 the young bucks and the and the tag team titles, right? Luke Harper is the young bucks. <laughs> yeah, 
You know what I'm saying? Luke Harper doesn't have to be the guy in front because you're always going to pay attention to Luke Harper anyway. But now him playing the background, you got two different focal points, um, and they're not Bludgeon Brothers anymore. I want to say salute to that. They got rid of they got rid of that. They're not Bludgeon Brothers anymore. So yeah, I'm I'm down to see them wreck shot man run runs run run some shit up, fuck some shit up. And I mean hell, they've got them against two of the top guys in the company, the top guy in the company. And Daniel Bryan. So, I mean, the tag team matches I anticipate us seeing are going to be great, man. Roman Reigns I'm and Daniel Bryan. Was matches, yeah. But, god damn it, how many times I got to say it? Give us tag team matches, tag teams <laughs> that are already solidified. True. Well, Harper and Roman are solidified, but I know what you mean. Roman and Daniel. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, this past week on Raw, we have, like, we had two... We had a couple tag team matches with tag teams that weren't even tag teams. Yeah. I feel you. You know. I hear you. But. Peep, uh, but peep, peep, peep my vision, though. Peep where I might, peep where this might go in my, in my brain. See how my brain is braining. Um, speaking of speculating within the ropes. What if, what if this was just an elaborate ruse by Daniel Bryan? Right. And, of course, we'll get, you know, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan matches, which I'm down for. Because I think there's a lot more you could do with Daniel Bryan as a heel. I mean, it's been less than a year. Oh, yeah. um, so, to flip it that fast, it seems, you know, maybe kind of productive. But maybe, you know, maybe we get the tag team match. Or maybe we announce the tag team match. And Dan Bryan's like, ha-ha, jokes. It was me all along. Psych, I want to do this. <laughs> Say it again. Psych. Psych. Yeah, right. Like, uh, it was me all along. We get to three on one, get to three on one. And then we get the return of the Usos. Six man tag matches, dog. Man, that sounds so lovely. Book it. That sounds so lovely. I'm with it. Like that, I. And then that might happen this next week. And then you can split them off into two feuds. You get Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan, which I'm down for. You get Usos versus Harper and Rome, which I'm down for. Because, like, yeah, no, we're, okay, yeah, we're going to get a six-man tag match at Hell in a Cell, and that's going to be it. You think so? Oh, yeah. I'm with it, man. Book I it. mean, like, because, I mean, as of right now, what does... What is any of the four people that are out there right now? What what do they have going on for them what, that could put them in a match at in the cell? Not necessarily in the cell, but I mean just at the pay per view in general. Yeah, well, just just the storyline they got going now, the two on two, they could go that they can go with it that that way. But yeah, I mean, you get more people on the car. You got the Usos who are always over. Um, you finally get that Roman Reigns Usos, you know, connection. Um, I mean, they're they're legitimately blood. And then you know what? Fuck it. Let's say that feud ends. You still got um, FTRKO, another. You know what I'm saying? Three on three feud. So yeah, you know, fuck it. Book it. Cut the check. Cut the check. God Cut damn the it. check, man. Yeah, I mean, match was cool though. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah match was cool. Match was good. I mean, match was cool, man. I think I was I was more excited about seeing Harper out there. That was the climax of it. It almost overshadowed the whole match, and the match was solid. It was a solid match. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. But yeah, you're right. 
Good return. Solid match led to a dope return. I'm with it. I'm rolling. That takes us to the main event. The main eventington. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Four stomps, a pedigree, and a partridge in a pear tree. Defeats Braun Strowman. I got to give it to Braun. Chat me up. Getting stomped out four fucking, I mean, was, yeah, was it four stomps? It's four stomps. Man, that's a lot. It's a lot of stomping. It's a lot of stomps. That's a Stom- lot of stomping. Stomping grounds. <laughs> yeah, that's what I should have called this one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I completely fucked it up. I mean, my I had a solid idea, but they just didn't go with it. They didn't like my idea. We definitely went with the draw, didn't we? Yes. We definitely went with the draw. Um, once they did Sasha Becky the way they did, I was like, nah, this can't be a draw. It was one of those situations, man, and we talked about it on the last show. Like, it was a no win for either guy. Like, Braun always loses the big one, and Seth just got the title back. So, I mean, they made Braun look as strong as possible. It took four stomps and a pedigree to do it. But he still lost, and now he ain't got shit to do. You know what I'm saying? So, tag teams. It beat up whole tag teams, yeah. How the fuck you can't defend your tag team titles, but you can beat up four men the next night? Fuck out of here. It's not logic. With your temper. With your temper tantrums. Yeah, see, like, I don't want them to book him like, yeah, like a ten, like a like he's throwing a tantrum and shit all the time, you know. Dude. No, like that. ain't fun. That ain't fun for nobody. I know that ain't fun for him. Can't be. Starting to stop him. Yeah, I don't think you'd enjoy that because I mean, like, fuck, dude. But like, I enjoyed the match. I mean, I wish he would have won. And man, they got us all at the end, didn't they? They put up that little uh, WWE. Corporation will deal you in the bottom right hand corner as they do at the end of the show. And there is more after that. You know, I'm not going to stunt. They did not get me. Um, I don't want to just be that guy. They didn't get me. Um, uh, I knew. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, listen, listen. I said I didn't want to be that guy. I know I'm still being that guy. It just, Listen, when NXT does it, it, it feels more natural. WWE jumped the gun a little bit. They did a little too fast. Did a little too fast. They did. They did a little too fast. Um, like, I wonder how many people actually like turn the TV off. Like, all right, back going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> like, missed it. Yeah, man. Um, they they didn't get me, but we got the return of the fiend. He hit Sister Abigail on Seth and gave him a mandible claw. Um, a quick shout to to the next night where he took out Kane. Um, that over that over the shoulder shot. That over-the-shoulder shot of when he arrived, that was gorgeous. What a shot. What a camera angle. That was gorgeous. Like, that was some perfect horror movie shit right there. You've been saying they ought to do that for a little while now. They're bringing back a fucking old-school superstar. What's the thing? Get at him. Specifically, Stone Cold and Undertaker. He should have murked them both. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah, I mean, he murked Kane. He, he did he murk Kane. <laughs> he did. He did. But think of that. Think of that echelon, right? He took out. 
He took out Mick Foley, I mean, who's been who's broken down. He took out Kurt Angle, who's broken down. He took out Kane, who's Kane. Had he taken out the two top guys like that, he'd be even more over than he is. The Fiend is super over, super over. So he's not hurt by not doing it. But if you're going to be taking out legends, like let's let it mean a little more. You know what I mean? So. I- and like I didn't even think about it like that. Like when like I didn't think about it at all until you said it, until you said something about it last episode. And I was like, damn. Yeah. That's. Instead I didn't see my man Cold take one, but damn. Listen, that would, that would Stone perfect. Cold, and I imagine Stone Cold would have no problem with it. I imagine Stone Cold would have had no problem with it taking that taking it. Yeah. But imagine, imagine the shock of the crowd. Imagine the shock of yeah, the fiend coming out fucking up Steve Austin. Oh yeah, yeah, get him. Then the next night, both in Madison Square Garden, taking out Taker instead of Taker taking out another young up and coming starlet, and not having anything to do with it afterwards. Nothing, <laughs> nothing. Like what? What? That's why? <laughs> Say it again. That's the ultimate one night stand. I'm saying, Duke. Didn't even call the next day. Nope. Oh, Mark ain't calling you back. Oh, Mark. That's <laughs> funny, man. Um, tell me what you think about the overall thought of Seth versus the Fiend in the cell. I think Seth's got to go down, man. Yeah. I mean, like, and there's no way about it, like, getting out. I mean, I mean, you can get out of the cell and shit, but, like, this match has to end, you know? Yeah. Like, there has to be a, a, a fucking winner. Right. Theoretically. And, yeah, theoretically. But, like, dude, I, I think they got to give it to Braun. I mean, to, to the Fiend. Yeah. Just like it'd be fucking pointless not to. I mean, like, I mean, it wouldn't be necessarily not pointless, but I mean, it would be fucking pointless if they didn't. I just feel like it's a little too soon. I mean, I think it's too soon. And in, in, building the thing like three months now, at least. Yeah, but that's too soon. Also, with just like Mister Robinson shows and show like that. Yeah, like, like it's been it's been three months, like. That's not a build. I mean, that's a that, that's not a build to a title shot. That's a build for the character, sure. But ninety days, he's had one match. He can't lose. I mean, like, and that's they the can't thing. Have him lose and that's the thing. If he loses, like, he looks crazy. But if he wins, See? it's like, yeah. how do you? How do you? He's got one of those characters that you can't quite. Do championship buddy, things with. My buddy was talking about it like before he even actually hit the screen. Like, what if they had two characters for him? Like the regular Mister Rogers motherfucker or whatever, and the Fiend, and then the Mister Rogers character would lose a couple times, and then start to lose it. You know, and then he'd turn into the Fiend, and that's when he starts winning. Nah. I ain't rolling. No. no, I ain't rolling. It works perfectly because you'll never see Bray Wyatt in the ring. You see the Fiend in the ring. 
So it works perfectly in that. In that, if it, whenever you see, and that's what makes the character so cool. He's not gonna stand somewhere and do interviews and do promos. The only promo from Bray is gonna be at the Funhouse, at the fly, the Firefly Funhouse, and that works. And the only time you see the Fiend is in the ring, but. And that's the thing too. You don't see the the fiend is so special. You can't over you can't you can't oversaturate the fiend. He can't be there every week. He can't be there all the time, right? Um, is is, is Hell in a Cell the first pay per view after the new changes? It is well, no, not the new changes because the draft I believe is the week after Hell in a Cell. Um. SmackDown goes to Fox on the 4th. Hell in a Cell is on the 6th. So, yeah. So, yeah, to me, like I said, you, you can't just have The Fiend on TV all the time. Um, The championship just got back on TV. I mean, shit. And you can only have Bray Wyatt doing promos as Bray Wyatt in the funhouse. So it's kind of, it's interesting, man. It's interesting. I don't know how this is going to go. It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one to call. Yeah, that's for sure. Sounds like we're already working on it right now. A little bit <laughs> laying, laying the groundwork, man. Production, content. Um, speaking of production and content, because uh, our next show. Oh, you know what? We've got some decisions to make. Um, I say this on the air. I probably shouldn't say this on the air, but um, Hell in a Cell. The next Hell in a Cell show is. Uh, the SmackDown, SmackDown is, is right before that, so we've got to decide how we're going to do our recording schedule now. But anyway, that's something for off the air. Um, speaking of SmackDown, the very first SmackDown, we didn't talk about it before, man. Kofi Kingston has a beast of a problem on October 4th. You see what I did there? You see it? I see what you did there. Yeah, you see I what I did? It. Did you catch it? Are you digging? Brock Lesnar has returned to the fold and instantly gets a title match against Kofi Kingston. Talk about it, man. I see this going. I don't understand it, but I dig it. <laughs> now, you you don't understand it from a storyline perspective, or which part don't you understand? Let me just walk, let me just walk up in there and say I challenge you. Yeah. And, you know. True. But I mean. I think it's just Fox breathing down their neck. They want something big for the uh, yeah. for the for the, the the debut, the premiere. That's what I think. Is Brock gonna win? It's first time fighting on cable television in like ten years. Yeah, he's gonna fucking win. Title reign over with. Kofi Mania's about to be over with. I'm initially inclined to say yes. I can't quite say yes just yet. I'm not necessarily saying Kofi wins. Like I'm not saying Kofi gets the the three count. I just I'm not there yet. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. I have no reasoning. But I I I, I can't say it just yet. I can't decide just yet. If he's if he's taking it, conventional wisdom says Brock Lesnar in a title match wins, right? Well, I mean Seth whooped his ass. Yeah, yeah. Part of me is thinking though. I mean, yeah, they want new eyes on SmackDown, so you put Brock on there for the match. 
But you get eyes on the match. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to pull the trigger. Maybe you can have a feud between Brock and Kofi and it leads somewhere else. Maybe this is just part one. Do you think that the season has anything to do with it? Yes. That's that's what I'm getting at as well. Yes. Um, between, now that, now that you asked, it's not something I thought about, but yeah. Between the new move to a new network on a new night, Friday night, which is not really like great for TV, this ain't TGIF. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Steve they ain't showing up there Yeah, Steve Urkel is not walking through that door. Um, so sports night on a Friday night on Fox that, so yeah, they need new eyes and two. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's football season. I mean, there's no games on Friday, but it's football season. So they're competing with the NFL on, yeah, they can be with the NFL in every aspect. They got more product. They're on TV more often, but yeah, the niffle is the niffle. NFL, NFL. NFL spells niffle. Oh. Once that's, and every day. That's how you pronounce it, right? I, I mean, I don't know. Never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking boundaries here on the hard camera. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> niffle Sunday, bud. <laughs> niffle Sunday, man. No doubt. Um, I think we've covered it all, man. Anything else from the week that was that's sticking out in your heart? I'm looking forward to seeing how things change a bit. Yep. Once we, uh, once SmackDown does move to Friday, shit like that. And, yeah. uh, I don't know. I mean, I heard, uh, Paul Heyman, uh, was running the show on Raw this past Monday. Yeah. Which was, uh, it was, it was a decent show. It wasn't, I, I didn't, there wasn't anything bad about it, I don't think. I feel bad for uh, Mike Bennett, Mike Canellis. Yeah, that's. He's got to live with that for 18 years. Yeah, not necessarily a bad segment, but I felt bad for him. Like, the guy playing the character. He's probably all right with it, but damn, dude. Damn, like, dude. You know people asking him about that. Like, what's up, bro? Bruh, <laughs> right. Did you should get ravished by the ravishing roof crushed or whatever. Caught a quick, <laughs> caught a quick beat. He caught a man. So shit. He he got that news. He got a quick beat from Ricochet. Got a super beat from Rusev, and then got called a cuck live on television from Corey Graves. Like, that's, that's a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, where you go from here? Where you go from here? To, to the therapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. To the couch. To the couch. Holy shit, man. But yeah, man, it was a real solid week that was. Uh, We've got a lot to talk about, man. You know, I didn't think about the idea of Brock and Kofi um, happening two days before Hell in a Cell, which means there'd be no WWE title match announced for Hell in a Cell, I imagine. Um, So that's a thought there. But, you know, again, we had a great week that was. AEW's gearing up in two weeks. NXT is not playing with y'all. They put on a hell of a show tonight. Uh, WWE looks like change is gonna come, come, uh, come October. So yeah, I'm with it, man. I'm with, I'm, I'm with it, man. We are gonna get our fall fashion on as far as our wrestling goes. It's about to be a good time. 
right. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to flannel weather. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Big Ren, man. Let me know how can reach you on the social medias, dog. You got it, man. You guys can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram. A motherfucker. A underscore M A A F H U C K A. You can also find me on Snapchat at MoffedUp316, M-A-A-F-F-H-H-D-U-P-316. Check it out. Bet, man. Hit me on Twitter at Juvidesa, you know, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the Instagrams at Juvidesa, you know, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Hit the hard camera on Twitter at the hard camera on Twitter. Check out Facebook.com slash Juve. And of course, search the hard camera on YouTube. Catch the entire archive of the hard camera. Dog, it looks like we're going to be back in a couple weeks. Um, like I said, it's, it's about to be a great season, man. Uh, the, the fall season is when change going to come, man. New colors, new theme songs, new announced teams, new, new, new. Uh, new creativity. So I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be, it's, it's a great time to be a fan. Reminds me back in the 90s, man, where you had wrestling every day, man. You had Sunday. On Sunday, you had either Sunday Night Heat or WCW Main Event. You had Raw and Nitro. You you was off on Tuesdays. Wednesday, you had Thunder. Thursday, you had SmackDown. So yeah, man, I'm I'm down, man. I'm with it. Give me more. That Give me more. Shotgun Saturdays too, didn't we? Shotgun Saturday night. Yep. Yeah. Yep, give me more. Give me, give me, give me. So, Feed me more. Feed me more, man. Absolutely. So it's a great time to be a fan. We keep saying that because it's the truth. Uh, but, yeah, man, I'm, I'm willing to give everything a fair shake and see how it comes, man. Until next time, I am your guy, Juve. I'm here with my partner, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are the Dynamic Dudes. Until next time, we'll see you all next time. Adios, amigos. Salute.